comes the bride with a knife that's one inch wide. Where is the groom dead in the dressing room? Stabbed in the heart because death do us part. Hello and welcome to Death Do Us Part. I'm Jeremy. And I'm Laura. And today we're talking about annoying habits, I guess would be the general topic. Yeah. Annoying compulsive things are... These are the habits that are like so specifically, I feel like, annoying to each person that you can't like make a whole... You know what I mean? Everybody has that one like weird annoying thing they do that's so weird and annoyingly them that no one else does it. Yeah, yeah, it's like not a very everybody has something like that. But it's not like a one thing that all husbands do or all wives do. It's just like Yeah. My spouse just... is a freak and weird in this way. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what I was trying to say. So do you want to go first or do you want me to? Sure. Um, but first, I think we should bring up people who aren't annoying in any way, and that's our lovely patrons. Ooh, that's a good transition. Of course, we can thank our patrons. Sarah Eyre at Sarah's Smile 83, Jimmy Fuquay at The Jimmy Fuquay, and Burn at Murderific Podcast. You can find our not annoying website at deathdoespartpodcast.com, at ddubcast on Instagram and Twitter, and our very annoying email because nobody emails us. Maybe we have our spam filters on at ddup.podcast at gmail.com. I just think that if you have Instagram and Twitter and like Facebook, like why even email? Why? Yeah, it's true. Like I was texting why? you earlier and I'm like, why am I texting? Like there's so many other ways I can message you. Exactly. WhatsApp us. It's, it's old people stuff. Texting now. Tick, TikTok us. Every time I send you a message a TikTok, now, I'm but... just going to TikTok you. It's just going to be me saying the text message. That's it. <laughs> I don't have a TikTok because I don't feel like I... I don't know how TikTok works exactly. Am... So a lot of it's like synchronized dancing. It's like these little mini videos and you post them. Uh, like Instagram, but they're all little videos. Um, and I just don't have the dancing skills to do these dance challenges. Got it. Also, videos are a lot more work. Yeah. yeah there's some cool I'd stuff. I'd have to there. like brush my hair to be in a video. And I'm just not <laughs> about that life right now. Maybe after you pop that baby out, you'll be doing all the TikTok. And... All the TikToks. Yes. Although that's I'm, pretty sure, I'm pretty sure dancing pregnant ladies on TikTok is a perfectly... Um, I think it's a th thing. I'm sure it's a thing, yeah. But I'll just make my new baby the TikTok baby. TikTok baby. It's a good name. TikTok. It's not a good that name. That kid would never, ever forgive me. <laughs> no. No. Well, speaking, going back to bad habits, uh, I had to think about this because I was trying to think of like a tick, speaking of TikTok, um, or something like that that Kelly has that's like gets on you like people tapping their fingers or bouncing their knee or, or things like that and I couldn't think of anything but one thing she does that is uh, kind of an annoying habit because um, I think it's just compulsory it's like she can't help herself is her sarcasm <laughs> when you ask a stupid question 
you you know you're going to get burned. And I'll give, you, I'll give you a concrete example from the other night. I came in, uh, I was playing with the kids outside so they didn't destroy her brain while she was trying to cook dinner. And I came back in holding our youngest and asked if she wanted to go out and try her bike because I just pumped up the tires on her old, old bike that she hasn't ridden in like 10 years um, just to make sure it all felt good and, and worked. And she told me to stir dinner, which no problem. I was, I held the baby. I stirred dinner. Five minutes later, she came back. The timer went off, and I and I stupidly um, asked a question because we had to put the sauce in, and and our youngest reached out to her, and I handed him over for a second because he had to hug. She was gone for five minutes, so he had to hug her. Obviously, as, as he says, hug. And so, when I put the tomato paste in, I said, "Do you want me to mix the sauce in?" And, she, and what I meant was, do you want to mix the sauce in um, and give me the baby back? Or do you want me to keep cooking and you keep the baby? Because it's a lot easier to cook without a baby in one hand. And she said, no, I want you to dump it on the floor. <laughs> and I was like, not exactly what I was getting at. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's the best thing I've heard today. <laughs> Only because that literally would come out of my mouth. Oh, yeah. You're definitely sisters in this regard. Yeah. I think so. I was telling uh, I think I was telling Nick that that was your like topic or your complaint. And he said it ran in our family. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> genetic. He said he thinks Gigi, who is uh, my grandma, um, is like that as well. That's where it, co- it, co- it goes way back, huh? <laughs> yeah, funny. yeah. All the way back. So, so yeah, that's, uh, and it's, it's all the time. It's like anytime you ask a question and I always, my policy is it's always better to ask the question, especially as a husband, than to <laughs> do what you think is right. And then find out that is not the, what you, you know, anybody wanted you to do. Um, but the thing that really gets me too, is she not only does it around the kids, but she does it to the kids. <laughs> and I notice a lot of people do this to our kids, not just her, probably because it's your family. Um, but I'm like, you know you're teaching them how to be snarky little buttholes, right? That explains so that explains so much. Uh, but I yeah, no, I love it when your kids are snarky to me. It's my favorite. And, and and Nick says that you do that, but he does it too. Because he does it to the kids all the time. Because they'll ask a very obvious question because they're little children, and he'll just go, No, no. Like, yeah. oh, are you coming over for dinner? No, I'm 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 not. I'm gonna leave right now. And now they've or... gotten wise to him, so they basically just don't believe a word he says. Yeah. <laughs> but before they'll they were like, like be telling you're not? the truth one day, and they'll be like, no, we don't believe you. Exactly. So that's, it was like the time he brought donuts over to your house, and then he just was like, oh, no, we're not having donuts. Those aren't donuts. They're not for you. And they were just like, what? I don't understand. <laughs> They're like, no, that's a pink box. That's donuts. Yeah. Like, you, you cannot trick us. So... I don't think I do that. You should, you can check me on that if I do, but I pretty consciously don't because it's a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> I don't know. I would have to really think about it. I think I'm so surrounded by people who do it so obviously all the time that um, I haven't noticed if you do it. Like if you did, it would just be so regular that it wouldn't You're desens- stand out to desensitized to, me. to it at this point. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, we're going to grow up with some sassy kids, and that's just yeah. the way it is. 
And that's how it continues down the generations. That's why Kelly's the way she is. <laughs> yep. She learned from the best. Yep. Um, so Nick does this thing. You know how sometimes you'll get in kind of like a heated discussion about something? Mm-hmm. Um, and then like the discussion's over, but like, I don't know, maybe you came to a compromise or like you're not, but you're not like stoked immediately afterwards. Well, yeah, yeah. You're still cool and all. You kind of, you kind of have an argument and then I like to go, my preference is I'll be like, okay, whatever. We're done talking about this. I like to go into a different room and have a minute to like glare angrily at my phone or like stare at my toes. I don't know. Do pet a cat, something to like stare. not be around him for a minute staring at your toes is a, is a calming activity is that what I, I just think about how much i hate feet and then it directs my anger towards feet instead of towards him i guess whatever works um i feel like this has gotten worse because you can't like you're together all the time right now so oh, then sure. for me i'm always like well i like being alone by myself occasionally so i'd like my alone time so i just like want to leave the room and go somewhere else um and he's not he has this personality where we'll be like okay we're done talking about this and he's like great it's over and then he's like bouncing around all happy and then <laughs> follows me from room to room being like well why are you still mad well why are you still mad well why why are you still mad yeah, why aren't yeah. you happy why aren't you over it can you just get over it and then i just honestly get mad about that like i wasn't mad about the original thing anymore mm-hmm. like i'm over that oh but yeah now i'm just yeah. mad because you're following me around asking me why i'm mad this is enlightening to me because <clears throat> i don't do what he does where he's like why are you still mad why are you still mad like we'll come to some kind of solution and then kelly will do the same or similar thing and and my approach is well she's not happy with that solution so that doesn't work and so i'll propose something else she's like I already said it's fine i'm like yeah but you said the word fine like fine so I know it's not fine. And she's like, well, now I'm just pissed off at you because you, you won't drop it. So this is great information oh, for me. This is gonna, like, I'm going to grow. If I agreed on something or like I said it was fine, like, yeah, maybe it's not what I'm happiest about. But like I literally don't want to talk about it anymore. Right. And like I just want to like, like literally for me, I just want to not talk to you for a couple minutes. That's it. That's all I want. <laughs> Shut up go somewhere else go stand in a corner if you have to like just be away from me for like two minutes and he just can't he just follows me around being like poke 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 until i like get really mad and then i'm like well like it would have been fine if you, you're literally poking a bear stop you're poking a pregnant bear don't 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 mess with a mama and her cub especially <laughs> while it's still in her belly now, this so, is yeah. good. This is good information. I'm I'm taking mental notes here about how it's, to improve my yeah, my own just, life. <laughs> just um take five minutes and then talk about something else. Just move on. Or like send me a meme or a funny video. Tag me in a funny video. All will be forgiven. <laughs> That's it. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> Don't ask me why I'm still mad nine hundred times. That's funny. Yep. So That's yeah. Good, good to know. Um So I actually found a murder that really fit right in with this pet peeve I had. As did I. Um, Why don't don't I go first? Because mine's, I think, uh, mine's a pretty short one. I don't know if yours is longer. Also, your complaint was first. So I was just steamrolling over you. So go ahead. That's okay. I'm just going to go look at my toes for a few minutes and (laughs) and vent and I'll be fine. We'll, We'll cut back. 
All right, and we're back. <laughs> I told you the toes work. Yeah, they work. The toes toes work for some people, not for me. All right, so my my assault, not a murder this week. It could have been a murder, depending on where the knife was put, but it ended up just being uh, assault or whatever the charge is in the UK because they have different terminology. But um, I found this article from the Daily Mail. And I loved the headline because it really captures the entire story, which is what a headline should do. The headline was pensioner. So, you know, they're an older couple. Pensioner stabbed husband in the back after he was sarcastic about her cooking. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, well, damn. This was uh, way back in 2007. So it's like ages ago now. Um Edna Taylor was 67 at the time, and she snapped when her husband Roy came home from the pub, and he didn't just make comments about her cooking. He grabbed her breast and made sarcastic remarks uh, about the food she was cooking. So clearly there's a a little bit more going on here than just sarcasm, which um, I'm sure led up to uh, the event. Um, And then Edna couldn't take his behavior anymore. It wasn't nearly the first time that something like this has has happened. And she stabbed him in the back with a six-inch serrated kitchen knife that she was using to cut that dinner he was making fun of. Uh, And yeah, damn, right? He could have died. He didn't. But she was arrested. And then he never complained about dinner again. (laughs) He better not have. Um, So she was arrested at the time. But the history of the relationship was uh, used for her defense. Um, and, and I wonder if she did kill him, she, maybe she would have gone to jail, but I wonder if more would have come out because, uh, like, like last, last week's episode when we talked about controlling behavior and how uh-huh. it's like a justified murder, so to speak, because they're, uh, the, the spouse is mentally abused or physically abused and they're trying to mm-hmm. escape. So I wonder if that had happened, what, what would have come about, about because she, she's actually a breast cancer survivor. Um, and she hadn't even regained her full health after overcoming it. And then he comes home drunk. And in Edna's words, he twisted her breast round and round. And she saw red and snapped. Now, her husband claimed at the time that Edna, Edna was an alcoholic. And she attacked him because he came back from the pub without her bottle of wine that she was looking for. So he fabricated this story and it didn't hold up. Right. Because she was in custody. Then when she was on bail, she went to what's called a bail hostel. So I guess like a holding house, but you're not in jail. And she lived there. uh, And for the duration, she never had a drop of alcohol. So not an alcoholic. Nope. If she was, she would have been been having a really hard time trying to get it. Um, So yeah, they called bullshit on that. The police had also been called to their home uh, six separate times. But no charges were ever filed. So they obviously had some other domestic issues uh, over the course of their, I think it was a 12-year marriage. Wow. Uh, She also pled guilty to her actions from the very start. And as a result, she only got a uh, one-year supervision order and had to comply with probation service and had to pay the court fee, which was only 60 pounds. That's not bad. Yeah, I don't know how that's so cheap. Maybe because it's in the UK and they're not all crazy fucked up capitalists like us. I don't know. Um, I also met like her, her sentence in general, like she did still stab somebody, 
Yeah, um, yeah. Her sentence wasn't that bad. It sounds like there there may have been some abusive behavior, though, more yeah, than just that, that yeah. one night. Not just like right. a one that night drunken slip up. Yeah, and that's what put her over the edge. I did try to find follow-up to see if they stayed married because they talked about how um, they would try to they overcome this. They were going to reconcile. Yeah, yeah they, they alluded to that in the article. Uh, I couldn't find anything about her. I searched Edna Taylor um, in, in her hometown. Uh, I think it was in uh, Lincolnshire. And I couldn't find anything. Um, I found a lot of Edna Taylor obituaries, and I did look them up because she was older and none of them were her. But uh, I found an article that came out before the one in the Daily Mail. And this was before they got the full story. And I think this, this says a lot about our, our media of today and how they publish shit as soon as they get it, no matter if they have the facts or not, because it's a good headline. Right. Their headline, so the original headline was Pensioner Stabbed Husband in the Back After He Was Sarcastic About Her Cooking. Doesn't paint her in the best light, but it's not as bad as Wine Rage Wife Stabs Hubby. <laughs> and, and in the article, they said Mrs. Taylor was described as borderline alcoholic. And it pissed me so off a little bit. Just taking like his story and being like, yep, this is it. No need to fact check. Yeah. Yeah. So whatever was, you know, the hubbub around yeah. around their hometown, they, they took that and ran with it. Um, so that's why our media today is just shit reporting. Yeah, they they don't. They're just trying to get it out fast. That's what she said. What? Ugh. <laughs> uh, moving on. So yeah, that was it. Was short, but it was very on point uh, with yeah. sarcasm, especially it was sarcasm with sarcasm and dinner. Yeah, exactly. What more did you asked for. Yep, and repeated sarcasm uh, or criticism, no less. Uh, so it fit, it fit too perfect not to cover it, even though it was pretty straightforward and not technically a murder. But if that knife was, you know, a few inches in a different direction, this, that could have been a whole different. She was probably going for murder. But that's I mean, that's how, you know, like also those people who stab somebody like 43 times and then say like they weren't trying to kill them and it was an oh. accident. Like she legit snapped and then just turned around and stabbed him. Yeah, she did sure. not like keep stabbing and stabbing until it was like 43 yeah yeah she she stabbed him once and and, and then uh, moved on yeah exactly she went and looked at her toes and she was like yeah i feel better, <laughs> <Felt> better. <laughs> um so the one i have is pretty recent it was february 13th 2020 um so on thursday february 13th uh, the Glendale police got a call from the Phoenix police hmm. who said that a woman had walked into their precinct stating that she'd shot her husband and left him at the residence in Glendale. Okay. Um, the, she also told the police officers that she shot and killed her husband in self-defense um, and that her husband was dead inside of a gray Mustang in front of her address. Um, so the Glendale police were like, okay, they went to the address that they had been given and immediately saw that there was a Mustang parked in the carport of the home and noted that a man appeared to be sitting in the front passenger seat. Um, so they broke into the car and they found a male victim who had a gunshot wound to his lower um, left jaw and he was pronounced dead at the scene. 
So she just told him all this straight up? I mean, that seems yep. like a, a lot of information to give freely. Um, so the woman was Shata Johnson. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was the one who came in and said that she had um, killed her husband. And I don't know why I like, accidentally deleted her husband's name. And I can't find it. Roll fast. Timothy. How did I forget that? Anyways, okay, so um, Shata. You, you say that like Johnson. it's obvious. <laughs> like, how could I forget <laughs> well, the name I Timothy? Read it like 37 times, and I kept being like, Timothy. Like, that's just such a. They probably called him Tim, but they wrote Timothy in the article, and it just stuck out to me, but then I forgot it. Okay. So basically, um, she told the police that the incident had taken several taken place several days prior, but she'd been too scared to tell anyone. Um, she had called 911 about her husband, and the officers had come to their house. Uh, but then they checked, and police said that that came the claim later proved to be untrue. So she had already called once. Uh, she's she's called multiple times to have the police come. Not because she shot him, but for like domestic violence. So um, actually, the police had a record, though, that they came to her house on Monday, February 10th, which was the day of the shooting, Mm -hmm. um, because her neighbor had called the police in reference to her driving erratically up the street and throwing items from her vehicle. All right. So um, this is actually the day of the shooting. The police showed up because her neighbor called. They talked to her. She was outside of her house and they talked to her. She said she was fine and that her husband had already left. She told the officers there's no one else inside the house and that she didn't need any assistance and they left. So at that point, something transpired, but she didn't want help anymore. No, she, she didn't need any help. So um, she told the detectives uh, later after she came in and turned herself in, she told the detectives that she found condoms in her husband's car and she thought he was having an affair. She um, confronted him and he told her that he had paid a prostitute $40 to have sex with him. And that's why there were condoms in his car. (laughs) It just straight up told. Now, Nick would never do this, but if he did, he would be that guy. He would just straight oh, up tell yeah. you the truth. He'd be like, "Sorry, I paid forty dollars." <laughs> um. So then she was telling the police that she loved her husband, and she like told him that she forgave him, and they were going to try and make it work. Um. So then she was like, "And then we are going to move on." Um. The day of the shooting, her husband went to work in the morning and returned home to take her to a dentist appointment uh, to get some of her teeth replaced because they had been knocked out and damaged, as as you do. Um, as you do? <laughs> Was it from him or what? Uh, it said from a previous relationship. Oh, okay. Okay. I, I don't know if she said that it was from a previous relationship, but... Um, So he came home to take her to the dentist. When they got back home from the dentist, they were still arguing about her suspicions of his affair and like her problems with him paying a prostitute and stuff. 
Um, according to the police report, she said that she tried to separate herself from Timothy in the residence, but he kept following her all around the house, which is so annoying. But anyways, <laughs> that's, um, and that's so where then, the pet peeve comes in. Yes. So then she told the police that she decided to go to the grocery door- store to get something for dinner and also to get away from him. So she went outside and got into the Mustang. Um, and t- that's when her husband followed her out of the house, also got into the Mustang and told her to get out of his car. Uh, she said she, he reached into the car and grabbed her purse. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause he was trying to make it so that she couldn't leave. Um, he took her keys out of the ignition and then she grabbed the gun that she had with her. Just happened to have it on her? Casually, the car gun. As you do. Um, <laughs> as you do when you're getting your teeth replaced. And shot her husband in the face. Oh, wow. Um, she then moved the vehicle into the carport to hide her deceased husband's body from the neighbors and then went inside and stayed inside for a couple days. Wow. No, this was as you do. Now the car was on the street when when she called them, right? But she had hidden it before that. It sounds like. Um, when she called the police to confess. Yeah, yeah. It was in the carport. Okay. So she pulled okay. it into like their carport, so it was like hidden, basically. Okay, that makes sense. And that's where they found the car as well. Okay, because I, I was picturing a dead man in a passenger seat seat for days and people walked by and didn't even notice until she called no. completely. Okay. I mean, they all walked by. I'm never going to look at carports the same. Like people definitely probably walked by the carport and like maybe saw like the outline of a dude sitting in the passenger seat and thought like, oh, I guess he's waiting for somebody. Right. You know, right. As you do. <laughs> so um, after a couple days of, um, like just chilling in her house, not really knowing what to do. Um, she went to breakfast with a, another man and told him that she shot somebody and didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And then he convinced her that she needed to turn herself in and call the police. Well, good for him. Um, and so then this is where it gets like so wild. So the police later, after she confessed and all of this, asked her male companion, because he had taken her to the police station when she surrendered herself. And I guess they were kind of like, okay, well, how do you know her? Um, And he told them that he had been engaged to her for several years, had no idea that she was married. Um, Wow. Okay. Didn't see that coming at all. So I know, right? Um, and so she, like, they went out to breakfast and they were supposed to meet and go out to breakfast. And she just started talking about how she like shot someone, but she wouldn't say who or where the incident occurred. And apparently they stayed at the restaurant for five hours while he tried to convince her that, um, she should turn herself in. And then they finally left when she said that she would go to the police. Wow. Talk- so he was just sitting there like, stayed- let's have brunch and then he was like i'm sorry you killed someone i'm sorry you killed your husband 
you have a husband? <laughs> that's what? A that's a lot to take in. I wonder if he stayed with her. Or if he's like, damn, I dodged a bullet. The first one didn't end so well, so I'm out of here. I, that's what, I feel like that's like, you know, like that's all the strikes. First of all, like if you're engaged to someone for a couple of years and like apparently, you know, don't have a wedding date or anything, and then you just think you're going out to breakfast and you find out that they're married and also a murderer, that's like two prime reasons to be like, meh, I'm, I'm out. Sorry. Yep. Yeah. What, man? Talk about dropping a bomb at Denny's or wherever they happen to be. <laughs> yeah. Honey, I, like I shot and killed someone today. We need to go to the police. Well, it's not that simple. It was my husband. What? You're who? Not only did I shoot and kill someone, I shot and killed my husband. Sorry, I have a husband. What? What? At first I was like, whoa, her like fiance turned her in. But then like, I get it. Like he was probably like, dude, get out of my life. And the best way for that is if you just go to jail. <laughs> That's true. That was it was a- February what did it february 10th of this year so um i couldn't find any updates i'm assuming that you know with things being backlogged she may not have gone to court or she might have taken a plea deal i mean she really turned herself in it's it's pretty cut and dry but yeah it doesn't seem like she's going to be getting out of that one also wild and that like her poor husband too well i mean who knows if he was actually cheating on her and the whole $40 prostitute things a lot. But like, that's just one of our prime examples of like, you should just get divorced. Yeah, she already Neither had another guy there. lined up. Yeah, she has another fiance. He has 40 bucks. Like, just separate. <laughs> she has a fiance. He has 40 bucks. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, and don't follow a mad person around a house. And corner them. That's the moral of the story. Yep. All right. Well, that's pretty relevant. Did you let Nick know about that story? Um. Yeah, actually, I told him the twist part about how this woman killed her husband because he was following her around and left him in the car for a bunch of days. But also she was engaged and he was like, what? She left him in the car for a couple days. And I was like, that's what you got out of this story? <laughs> that's funny. He's sitting there, like, worried about the Mustang. <laughs> yeah, that car's ruined. It's going to smell like dead people. Yeah, you can't do anything about that. Oh, what? You said she was engaged? Yeah, I still can't get over that. So, moving on to our hypothetical murders. I tried to Google death by sarcasm, which... <laughs> is the title of a published book, uh, by the way. Uh, I think it was called Killed by Sarcasm, something like that. or It might have just been Death by Sarcasm. I didn't find a whole lot. I did find one funny thing, which I sent you um, on Pinterest. Somebody posted um, an image, a meme, about how she said, uh, she or he said that their sarcasm is going to kill them one day because someone will hold a knife up to their throat and they'll say sarcastically, what are you going to do, stab me? And then they will. And I was like, hmm, turning that into a murder might be pretty tough. So I'm going to fucking do it anyway. And I'll probably die in the process. And this crazy, oh. this crazy, oh, that's maybe, crazy. maybe. You're making yourself collateral damage. I, I would be putting myself at great risk. So the plan is, 
borrow a bunch of money from the mafia. That's right, I'll find someone. I don't worry about the details, because if I told you, I'd, I'd have to kill you. But, I, you know, I know people. So I'll borrow a bunch of money from the mafia. And, Obviously. And then when they come to collect, I'll, I'll say I don't have it, but I can get it to them soon. And I'll emphasize over and over, just don't hurt my wife, right? Just, just don't go after my wife. That way, they're like, well, if this guy doesn't pay us, we're going going to go after his wife, right? Right. And, and just like a bad actor, I'm just going to overemphasize it, like really put it in their heads. And I'll make sure that they know she's the target for leverage. And then I just won't pay the debt. And I'll wait until they abduct her. There's the risk because they might just kill me, you know. Right. But provided they want their money, which you can't get money from, from a dead guy. Um, if they abduct her and use her for leverage, uh, I'll just let her own sarcasm get her clip, as they say in La Familia. They'll be like, <laughs> we're going to shoot you. Oh, are, what are you going to use that gun for? Are you going to shoot me? <laughs> and, and then after like, it's done, I'll just pay them back. And I'll be safe. It'll be like, oh, man, here's your money. She said what to you? Yeah, I know. Yeah, she says that to me every single day. They're, they're, they're torturing her. Like, I don't know, pulling her molars out. Oh, what, you think that hurt? <laughs> I had twins. This is nothing. Uh, man, that's funny. So, yeah, that's my uh, very simple and risk um, risky plan to a little, use yeah, her a own risky. sarcasm against her. I don't count on that one ever working. Hypothetically, not. <laughs> That's a lot of moving pieces, even for being hypothetical. You have a lot of reliance on the mafia in this one. Yeah, yeah. I have to hope they act predictably, uh, you know. Um, so mine is based off when I was looking at, when I was looking and reading about murders, as I do. Often. Um, I found the story online um, about a man who was arrested uh, for murdering his wife by throwing a snake at her. <laughs> he threw a snake at her? Yeah. Um, so he he didn't want to get divorced because he was not really like she came from a super wealthy family and he wasn't uh, really that rich. Mm -hmm. And so if they got divorced, he'd have to give her dowry back. And it was like a bunch of gold and a house and a something else a car like a really nice car what country? was part of it what country was this uh, in? india oh okay okay because when you said dowry i was assuming you just meant like he inherited money because she had money but no that's no, like no, legit like, gold coins it, yeah like legit it was like fifty thousand dollars or rupees or whatever the denomination was and like a legit car that I can't remember, but I remember like reading it like Corvette or something along those lines, mm -hmm. like a full on house. And so he was like, I can't divorce her. I'd have to give all that back. So, um, but, he actually, <laughs> so he had a, a venomous solution. Yes. Um, so he actually did this twice. Um, the first time he bought a highly venomous Russell's Viper from, like a they figured out that he was in contact with like snake dealers whoever that was probably knows the tiger king obviously yes they're all connected yeah yep. um so she got bit by this like venomous russell's viper but 
um, she didn't die and she was in the hospital for almost two months. Wow. Um, so she's in the hospital, very, very, very sick, finally gets out of the hospital and is recovering at her parents' house when he goes into the room where she was sleeping, throws a cobra at her while she's sleeping. Jesus. Um, and then he stays in that room because he's supposed to be sleeping in it because it's his wife, but he just doesn't sleep all night to make sure that he doesn't get bitten. <laughs> and so Lord. then the next morning, her mother comes in and finds her daughter has passed away because she literally gets bitten again by a snake. Right. And I think it's because he did the same plan the second time that her, like the first time they're like, my goodness, how did you get bit by a snake? And then the second time they're like, dude, you just got out of the hospital for getting bit by a different snake. Like this is starting to not make sense. And so then I'm assuming they started looking into like how he was contacting snake dealers and all of that. Right, right. Because if it doesn't work, like, yeah, try the exact same thing again. Yeah, I think at the point in which you decide to throw a snake, you, you've given up trying to get away with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like... If you're just tossing <sighs> snakes around, we're done here. Um, okay, so that was wild. Um, and I was like, I could do this. Uh, so my plan is to plan a camping trip, much like the recent one we had in our backyard, but actually going into like a wild place, um, where snakes could legitimately be present, not like in your fancy mother-in-law's house, but like, you know, yeah. in a tent surrounded by wilderness. Sure. So, um, anytime we have any sort of conversation and, um, my husband follows me around while I'm annoyed and harasses me and asks me why I'm still mad. I'm just going to start planning this camping trip. So like the first time he's super annoying and does this, we'll just purchase a bigger tent. The second time I'll buy cots for the tent. The <laughs> third time I'll buy sleeping bags. And then the fourth time I'll just book the whole thing. And by the fifth time we're going. So you're screwed. You get five chances. How fast do you think that'll take? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like two months. Oh, okay. It'll be yeah. like a fall camping trip, maybe. I was like, we'll be done by the end of next week. Like, <laughs> no. <laughs> Only because I feel like I don't get mad that often, like okay. to where I don't, I, where I don't get like to the level where I'm like, please leave me alone, like daily or anything. Sure. So you'd think sense. not that often. So you could just, you know, once a month, leave me the fuck alone. But no. Um, so then my plan is to get a rattlesnake because those are present in Southern California. Oh yeah. It makes sense. Put the rattlesnake in the sleeping bag, um, zip it up. So it's, you know, contained in his sleeping bag. Um, and it wouldn't even be weird because it's completely legitimate that you could get bit by a rattlesnake in your sleeping bag if you were camping in Southern California. For sure. And they're cold-blooded, you know, at night they need to go find a nice warm place. And there's nothing exactly. warmer in the in the middle of the forest than, than your husband, I'm sure. And I was also researching, like, snake catching. Oh, um, how, to, how to do it yourself? How to do it yourself so you don't have that contact with a... Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, because I also just read that there was a woman and her lover who planned her husband's murder over Snapchat because Snapchat, your messages and stuff disappear. So they thought that if they 
um, planned it over Snapchat, that then, you know, they wouldn't be able to trace it because they would all disappear or whatever. Like, they disappear from the other person being able to see them, but if police came in with a warrant, they can dig yeah. that data up. Snapchat. Just, just poof away, bye-bye. Well, Snapchat owns all that, yep. Yep, so... Too bad. If you're planning to, you know, connect with a snake dealer, don't do it over Snapchat. Just catch your own snake. There you go. Which is not far-fetched at all. Um, I don't know, a number of years ago now, I remember going to a, a friend's house, just one city over, and when we got there, under their um, porch seat was a baby rattlesnake, which is even more dangerous because they don't regulate the venom they put out. Oh, no, they have no concept of what they're doing. Yeah, like, you know, like any baby, they're like, fuck it, I don't understand strength. I'm just going to break everything in your house. So that's what baby rattlesnakes do with their poison. So, yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was fun. We called animal control and had them come pick it up. So, yeah, you just yeah. need like a metal cage and a mouse or a rat or something, and they'll, um, yeah. That's a good, solid plan. Much better yes. than my mafia. Yeah, obviously, <laughs> you should go for snakes instead of the mafia. They're more reliable in terms of. <laughs> Slightly more reliable. <laughs> you know what they're going to do at the end of the day. Probably likely to also accidentally kill me, though. Because if I'm trying to, like, personally get... Like, I don't understand how that guy just took a snake and chucked it and didn't also get bit, but whatever. Know. Unless he had it in, a, like, a basket and he just took the lid off and then, like, Oh, and, like, hurled threw it. it, yeah. I'm not sure. That, that or or he did, didn't... He just grabbed it by the tail and just, like, swung it around his head like dirty laundry <laughs> and just... <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, that was everything I had. Don't be sarcastic and don't be a stalker. Good advice. My advice this week. And as always, while marriage is messy. Murder is messier. Bye. I have no wise words to end this week, sorry. We gave you advice ahead of the thing. <laughs> I know. I know, it wasn't clever enough to put afterwards. <laughs>